Okay. <laughs> Hi. Um, um, I, I'm still figuring out how do I start this off, but, you know, I guess I'm just going to start with a little bit of introduction. Hi. Uh, my name is Alex, and um, as you may have read from the title, um, this is basically going to be me describing how I feel and, you know, basically being closeted, you know, since like, um, I'm basically gay and I live in a homophobic area and what I meant by area is not neighborhood or city, it's just um, the whole, whole country <laughs> and, you know, one of the main criticism that I'll be giving is to the people and some to the governments also but I won't be disclosing where I live anyways <laughs> so I guess yeah as you may have read from the title it's going to be yeah you know a little bit of story time I guess so maybe let's just get into it um, first things first let's just get, uh, go to a pretty personal thing I realized that I was not straight when I was in second grade I remember at that time I had a crush on this boy he was very cute he was very cute and I still know him up until today and you know I at first right at first I didn't think much of it really it's like okay yeah he looks good he looks cute I want to look how he looks like you know and it was like at that moment it was like borderline I like this guy and it just I just want to look like him because I envied how he looks and you know I didn't really think much of it I was a second grader I I was very clueless about love and all that especially like um, I was very clueless about love itself let alone um, sexuality you know and and at the time I didn't really think much of it I was like okay uh, he looks cute and move on it was like years passed until I was in the sixth grade um, I puberty hits right <laughs> puberty <laughs> puberty fucking hits all right <laughs> and at that time I was like okay you know at that time you, you start to you start to um, kind of explore yourself you explore your body you explore your own sexuality and, and all that all that I had a crush again uh, with a friend of mine with a very very close friend of mine and up until today I, I still talk to him but we went on a different middle school uh, he went to a private middle school and the last time I tried to text him was like about a week ago because you know I was trying to shoot my shot you know even though I know that I don't know he's been giving me straight vibes but still you know I just want to talk all right don't judge me <laughs> and and it was that time um, he um, the message was not even delivered either he blocked me or I don't know he disappeared I guess but anyways moving on um, at that time um, I already know like I've, 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 I've already had the feeling it was like okay I think I'm like this you know I think I'm not straight and you know but at that time I didn't really think much of it 
I it was like it was it was early early puberty age so I didn't really look much into it you know until quarantine hits I still remember it was like at March 16th 2020 it's about like what 546 days it's been since quarantine and uh, and you know basically in that it, it, I was completely alone for about so the quarantine actually starts like for about a year and a half and for the first nine months I was completely alone literally alone like in a day I could only talk to two people for real you know and it's like I legit lost contact to my friends I had no people I, I had no one to talk with in real life because literally for the whole year and a half I don't I like I didn't go outside I didn't meet my friends I didn't talk to my friends I was completely alone for a year and 30 and and, and, and a month and 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 six months I, I mean in nine for nine months sorry and at that time I kind of like you know did a little bit of research um, I don't know I somehow in the situation it's like oh this is how it feels like you know at first I thought I was bi and you know um, I started to join communities on reddit because I was like okay I heard of this social media platform reddit so I was like okay I'm gonna install this and I joined a couple communities I you know especially on on TikTok you know I <laughs> I watch a lot of relatable TikToks like like about basically regarding about your sexuality and shit so it's like I finally feel like I have a home it's like oh yeah I'm very comfortable in the situation and it's like I'm very comfortable with with this you know it's like I can finally relate to these people now this is where the problem kind of started um, it's been about what six months or like what nine months since I was completely alone and and you know those kind of like alone time made me realize that oh You know, I should be doing more outside. I should be hanging out with my friends. I should be, I don't know, date someone or blah, blah, blah. But then this is where it hurts. This is where realization strikes. I, I, I discovered that I was bi at that time. And I was like, I, I had a very strong, like, um, guy preference so I like significantly prefer a boy than a girl and I really wanted to date a boy you know and 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 it kind of hits it kind of made me realize that oh shit like I'm not that free because legit like legit in my area I know no one that's in the community and for real like once I actually asked my mom about her opinion on LGBTQ plus related issues um, she legit said to my face she was like oh it's a mental disorder that it needs to be taken to therapy so like 
up until this point, I'm still having a hard time understanding. Like, okay, whoa, you know, it's like okay, whoa, <laughs> you know, you see, like when you're. When you're when you've been inside for so long, you don't even know how does the outside world actually looks like, right? And <laughs> it hits me because, oh, fuck, other people outside like of my country are they can date whoever they want to date. First, okay, that's the first case. The second case is that. Oh, people outside of my country can talk about this issue, and they—they're all relate relatively are accepting of it. At least in the Western world, I was like, "Oh shit!" All right, that that took a hard time for me to understand, and there was this brief three months of me basically every day I'd wake up and I cry. It was when those realization hits, you know, you can't, you can't date another boy here, or you. This topic is still very taboo, and LGBTQ plus people are still very, very much stigmatized, heavily stigmatized. And then, <laughs> it's like, oh, people are relatively very much against this whole issue that took me a while to understand to realize it's like jesus christ it's like oh i was like this three months of me basically crying i wake up i cry because i was longing for someone i was longing for someone that i could at least talk about this matter with You know, I remember at that time I was very low in my life. I knew. I I discovered about some like random um LGBTQ plus teens. I legit. I legit daydreamed about being their uh, about like me being their friends. You know, nothing more. Not even dating. It's just like me being their friends. That's how lonely I was. It's like <laughs> it's fucking kind of sad if you think about it again. It's like even just someone to talk to, even just someone that that that's going like like oh my god, I was longing for a person who's gonna say it's it's going to be okay. I'll still love you no matter what, and someone who's gonna say it's okay. It's completely. I was. I was longing at that time. And up until this moment, up until this point of my life, I still haven't found anyone who would say that to me in real life, at least in my family. And you know, family plays a really important role in in <laughs> in a person, you know, and. It definitely kind of hurt to imagine that my family can't say that. It's like Jesus Christ. This is how people are so against this. Literally, in my town, a couple of years back, there was an anti-LGBTQ plus march. 
I at that time did not know anything about this whole fi- about this whole thing, you know, and and I never really listened to it. I <laughs> it's like the people here are still like they're they stigmatize um, gay people so much. I remember when I was a, a young kid, when I was like when I was like ten or eight. I remember um, on my head, I have a bad image on gay people. You know, it's because like they shape us to hate them. You know, they they literally teach us to hate them. Like literally, a couple months ago, there was this assignment from my middle school. There was like this survey. They literally marked. Um, LGBTQ plus as a mental disorder they classified them they <laughs> stigmatized it so hard they go out of their way they turn their back against science because they prefer a version of reality that they like in the name of I don't want to blame a certain religion here. I don't want to blame um, a certain, like some certain group of people, because I believe hatred is hatred. It's not carried out by any religion whatsoever. But it's like, doesn't it hurt? It's like, doesn't it hurt that you that they went out of their way, turned their back against science, science that declassifies LGBTQ plus people as from you know as mental disorder they turn their back against that science in order to fulfill a vision of their reality that they want (laughs) it's so ridiculous it's like they are the authority they first things first what's ridiculous it's that it's my town's biggest uh, middle school. It was my town's biggest middle school. My town um, consisted of two million people living in the town. It's like it's the biggest middle school there, and 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 they're frankly working like together with um, my town's um, health authority, and then they. <laughs> They, they couldn't even look it up on Google. It's like, oh my God, dude. Like, it's been declassified for a long time ago, and yet they still do that. Like, and, it, and it's like, and it's, it, it came from the health authority. They were supposed to oversee the people's health either physically or mentally they were supposed to be the lookouts for the citizens and yet they're treating these people wrong it's like isn't it so baffling (laughs) i find it ridiculous it's like man you could have done some research you could (laughs) have for fuck's sake it was the first it was the first institutional 
homophobia I've encountered in my life. Really. And <laughs> it 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 still hurts definitely, you know. Apart from of course there was institutional um we also have to deal with um from like you know personal attacks. Um frankly um I haven't really seen that much of like racial sl- uh, like slurs it's been thrown like I don't really see much of that kind of hate speech but the kind of ha- the kind of like they kind of they throw in windows you know they they throw in windows they make these slight remarks that are harmful really it's like i remember in english class the teacher asked as a joke whether uh, whether i like boys or girls and then he eventually lead that question he followed that question up with oh i just want you to be normal like what the fuck dude what was supposed to be normal literally hello and it's like it's like it's it's not a direct um, attack it's not like fuck you you um boy liker or anything but it's like i just want you to be normal it's like it that kind of attack kind of hurts more you know it's like dude what was supposed to be normal there isn't any normality when it comes to this shit it's like damn you know <laughs> and it's like okay and it's like it's not even one once or like twice or three times it's several times you can hear them like throughout the week it's like <laughs> fucking hurts you know it's like especially when that teacher asks whether i like boys or girls i fucking my i was shaking at the time i was like oh fuck you know it's like god damn it you know But yeah, I, I it's like it's, it's it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. You know. But you know, we kind of as a collective, uh, as a collective, and I'm speaking we as in the local LGBTQ plus community, kind of like already accepted the fact that we are going to be treated that way, and. Recently, because um, I use TikTok a lot, and I okay. So there's this like phenomenon where in real life you literally can't differentiate between people who are in the community and not, and they literally are. They all of them are closeted, because once you're out of the closet, you're gonna be stigmatized forever. It's like <laughs> you know. So so instead of like real life sorry pardon me it's like instead of you know expressing themselves um in real life they go on social media recently i went um past a video on tiktok um showing how our broadcasting institution in 2010 um they they banned quote unquote 
um, homosexual behaviors. Um, there was that at, at that time in 2010. There was this presenter. He was very, very loved by the people. But um, you know, and he was very loved. He passed away sadly. But you know, he was um, showing quote unquote feminine gestures. Let's say that. And 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 in 2010, literally the broadcasting institution ruled that they cannot like any any television station cannot show that those quote unquote feminine gestures. It <laughs> reading at that time I was three years old, okay, and and reading that now, 11 years in the future, it's like it hurts knowing that it happened in your country, and that it has ever happened. It's like, goddamn, no. And and when I looked in the comments, um, the local LGBTQ plus community had already realized that this is this is our daily life. You know, we're gonna be um, <laughs> looked down upon. We're gonna be subjected to hate speech. Our safety would be compromised. I know, like for me, thankfully. If I were to come out, the worst thing that could happen is that I would be sent to therapy, which, which in my knowledge, would be with a therapist instead of a conversion therapy because my parents kind of realized how bad of an idea conversion therapy is. But they, they but they, they're kind of still convinced that, you know, talking through a therapist can quote unquote cure this thing, right? But. You know that's the worst thing that could happen. I won't be kicked out of my house. I won't be beaten. I won't be stoned. And that's definitely one thing that I'm very, very grateful for. It's like a lot of people out there um, who, if they come out, their safety can be compromised. And I'm very grateful for the fact that my safety won't be compromised. My safety would, at least, my parents would act. Um, as a way of concern, not in as a way of anger. At least their intentions were trying to help. I know their help is very useless and can be harmful, but their intentions were at least were not to harm me. And I know that there are a lot of people out there if, who, if they come out of the closet, there are going to be a lot of people who, whose intentions are going to hurt them. And thankfully that I know that at least I'm safe. Or to come out, no one would have the intention to hurt me just because of who I am, and and <laughs> I'm very grateful for that, you know. And it's like we as a collective have realized this, you know. It's like coming out will be something that we are going to do once we are away. It said I I read a comment on that on that on that same video, basically saying. Um, they say and I quote, "See y'all in Canada." Okay, see y'all in Canada. That <laughs> okay. Let me. Whew. That, my oh god, that has a lot of layers in it. You know, see y'all in Canada. Why Canada? Because it's a relatively safe place for us to be um, LGBTQ plus. 
And it's a sad reflection that we cannot even get our basic rights in our own country. Isn't that pretty fucking sad? <laughs> uh, and that we needed to get out of this country first and then we can claim the rights to be human. The rights to be human that we can only claim once we are out of this damn country. And it's kind of like a common knowledge that we all have to be good at English. Why? Because we know that one day in the future we're going to leave this country. We're going to start off somewhere abroad on our own without any family. But at least we can speak English. That's a pretty sad reflection to see it's like these people are required to do certain things in order to achieve their human rights. It's like, okay, to be fair, I have to be very, I have to be objective when it comes to this issue. The government itself is not really that discriminative when it comes to gay people. A couple months ago, they just started to, um, you know, to data basically transgender people in their IDs they will be recognized um, as their gender which is very great like that's a great move and there are no like it's not illegal to be gay here but there are no there are also no protections so it's pretty cool I guess but still though it's not only the government that plays a role in one society you know <laughs> it's like it's also the people you know so it's like It's like the community knows that, okay, the people won't accept us here. So we'll have to get out of here. There's actually a very common saying, like, either we're going to end up in Germany or somewhere else. (laughs) It's like, gosh. (laughs) It's like, mm mm-hmm. It's very common. It's like, it's kind of like a... A collective goal to be honest it's like so like it's it's like it's maybe it may be it may it may sound very stereotypical here but if you were to ask like a a gay person um, they're gonna be good at English at least like people my age why? Because we know as a collective, especially with social me- social media polarization, that we as a collective, we need to learn English so that w- so that one day we can get the fuck out of this country. It's like, <laughs> it's like, bam. Okay, that's pretty sad, not gonna lie. But, you know, so to wrap things up, um, we still need to hide. Sometimes, in my case, I don't really need to hide. <clears throat> but in some other more extreme case, they still they still need to hide. And the government is not very discriminative. But the people is also is is like the main problem here, you know. And and it's just funny to me. It's like. There's an analogy that I would 
like that I like to use a lot. It's like you, your mom told you to stay inside and, uh, without any particular reason, right? And then you, and then you, you see your friends outside playing and you look at them from afar behind a window you look at them and then your mom keeps telling you how bad of 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 like how bad your friends are but you know that they are your friends and they're good people but your mom keeps telling you that those are bad people you can't play outside <laughs> So it's like, what would you, how would you feel when, when you become that child? Personally, I would feel angry, envious, and sad. I would be within those three moods. You know, it's because I'm sad that I can't play outside. I'm angry because this isn't fair. I'm angry. I want to play like them, but my mom tells me not to. I'm angry and I'm envious. I want to play like them. Why can't I? I'm jealous of them. I want to play too. <laughs> That's one way. That's one analogy that I like to use. Like, But we as a collective, again, I'm not talking subjectively. I'm talking as a collective. We realize that this is the life that we're going to have to go through and even though we're apart we are still going to exist and even though we can only express ourselves through social media we are still going to be there we are still going to exist because no matter how much of hey death threats um, slurs that you're gonna throw at us we won't stop existing we are going to exist and we as a collective realize that you know okay the best way for us to live is to leave is to get out it isn't safe here that's why see y'all in Canada exist and hundred thousands of closeted people feel the same way they think the same way as the commenter you know as we realize that's that's what we're supposed to do I'm not a firm believer of fate or destiny I don't believe in that but we as a collective kind of realize that this is what we're supposed to do if we want a decent a decent life if we want to claim our rights to love whoever we want to love and let me tell you this the journey is not going to be easy for any of us. Some of us some of us may get it easy. Some of our journeys are going to be harder than others, but let me tell you this. It's going to be okay.
I am saying this because even though I still live in the same area and the same kind of like societal pressure as they are, but I still have it more easy than them. I'm I'm very privileged to be able to learn English. I'm very privileged to you know, to access informations from the outside world. The outside world. I have a lot of friends like it's a privilege to have those people in my life and I'm very thankful for them. And I know my friends are probably like some of my friends are gonna listen to this and and, and <laughs> they know that I I like I like to, you know I was not exaggerating. I just want you to know if you're one of my friends. I just want you to know that I appreciate you a lot. Okay. I was not joking. I was not exaggerating when I say that you mean a lot to me. Okay? Because you guys, it's the people like you that I can be honest with. It's the people like you that keeps me going. You know? And if you're out there without anyone, find those people. And if you can't find those people, I'm here. A lot of us are here. We... Are you gonna be like this? Frankly, we're gonna be like this, but we're gonna cope. We're gonna have to cope, and this is coping. To cope is to survive. <laughs> so it's like, let me tell you this for my friends, um, for you know, the local community. I know that our struggle is going to be hard, but I just want us to know. I just want you guys to know that we're gonna be in this together, you know, and. And and it's like whatever it takes, man. Whatever whatever it takes. Like seriously, whatever it takes. Let's get the fuck out of here. Live a happier life. You know, whatever it takes. Let's claim our rights to love whoever we want to love. Let's claim our rights to express ourselves. Let's claim our rights to live a decent life. Let's claim our rights to be respected and not to be looked down upon. Let's claim our rights to be human. And my my friends, it's my friends, and it's not going to be easy, I know. But we're going to be we're gonna be in this together and everything is gonna be okay. We are going to, we're, we're gonna succeed. Okay? So, yeah. Bottom line, I love y'all. Alright? Bottom line, well, bottom line is, it might hurt, but we have no other choice. So, yeah. See ya. <laughs> See ya then. This has been me, Alex. Take care.